Blog Talk Radio. He's Rob. What's up, Mitch? I'm Mitch. And then you've got Noodle Kid. No doubt. Coming through. Johnny Blaze. And then Jim Bell. Absolutely. Give us a call. Call in. 347-838-8764. Call me now. We're pretty much ready to go here with the podcast. Another edition of the session. We are here live once again from Lake Brittle Studios. That's what we're going to call it. Fresh out of trivia at the old Butthead Brewery. We do it every week. Y'all need to check them out. Go on Facebook. Give them a like. Yeah, old Butthead Brewery. Uh, we'll uh, put their Twitter and all their information on our website. Proven the place a lot. It's in my neighborhood. Uh, some good beers, microbrews, and. Uh, I'm affectionate to anything that's in my state. Like if it's a yeah, if it's a, much. if it's a local, beer. right? And if it's in my neighborhood that I grew up in my whole life, of course I'm gonna well, support that's, that's it. That's as local as you get. It is as local as you get. Yeah. What's as worldwide as you get is this podcast, this session. I'm Mitch Rogers. Next to me is the Noodle, aka Chris Crandall, yeah. and that might have been reversed, but we call him the Noodle here. Uh, Rob Reagan, co-host extraordinaire for the last four plus years of this podcast, maybe more. We I can't even keep count. He's out. He's out. He's on. He's on the IR right the now. IR. It's, it's Super Bowl. He's getting uh, evaluated. He hurt his back. He didn't give me any details. We, just, we haven't put him on the pain. IR yet. He's uh, officially getting you know treatment and uh, right, getting right. evaluated. See what the... Well, that's the last message you got. So I messaged him about three minutes before the start of the show, and uh, he's officially on IR. Breaking news. Yeah, IR. breaking news, breaking news. He's on IR for at least tonight. He's on injured. Because um, when you go to a brewery before your podcast, and it's a trivia night from 6 to 8-something p.m., yeah. You definitely frequent their beers, and pretty much all of them, from 8% down to maybe 5.5%. It's like the NFL. They put the injury report out right before the game. Oh, no, that's not where I was going. I'm going back to Rob. I'm just saying we drink a few beers uh, before we start this thing. And I said, Rob, I need you. I need you. But he is back injury, pain medication, up, and uh, uh, that's a man that... When he has an injury, he's, I mean, he's got one. He would never be out. He would never be out. But give us a call. We're going to have to prevail without old Rex Kelly. Find him on Twitter, at Rex Kelly. I'm at Mitch Rogers 18. Noodle is at 40 Lash in this social media world. And I have that Time Hop app. Yeah, you love that. I don't love it. I don't really post. Do, does it post no, you don't post. Okay. No, it doesn't post. But I, I, I you get, always I, mention it. I mention it. Because it gives you your history. I worry about um, the games because I, I think everybody frequent frequents games on Facebook, and it is so taboo to invite anybody on these games now. When yeah. I'll be honest about it, I really do hate it when I get friend requested by games that I don't like. But 
I tell you what, when I find a game that I like, for God's sake, I want to play it with someone I know, yes. and I am scared to effing death to message any one of my friends. Like, literally, cause, because it's so taboo. You can't message anybody, can't. Yeah, it's a friend request for a game. But there are certain games out there, like Trivia Crack, that I'm starting to get on to. But Words with Friends. Words with Friends is You need friends. Yeah, you need you Like, need like the friends players. you know. And I am messaging them. Like, maybe they need a word that doesn't um, on the feed. Yeah, I still have that app, Words with Friends, but I haven't played it in weeks. Yeah, what did you do? You pulled a Mitch. Butch even asked me, he's like, are you done with Words of Friends Yeah, because now? you... Like, I think I am. Well, uh, yeah, you, we, there was a game, and one of the first games I was winning, mind you, and you just didn't finish it, and I have not finished multiple games in our career. And this is the first one somebody, It's the first one you've ever done. It's the first, No, it's the first one you've done to me. Yeah. Other people have done it. Um, and I'm the same way. I just Sometimes I just lose interest, or it gets too many. I go on vacation, and I... It happens. But words with friends. I remember what I'm saying. Is I want to friend some people with some of these new games. And I'm yeah. afraid of it. I'm scared. But we, we, we. Well, you need like a party, like a gaming party. Like, let's all get on this game. Like a I mean, don't think you have it. No. Is that what we need? Well, yeah, you get everybody in the same room and you can talk about it and see what you want to do. All right, the session won't be all about social media and friend requests for games. The session loves to talk about entertainment. But I have, sports. like, unfriended somebody for so many, like, Candy Crush requests. I'm with you. Oh, yeah, I've got I'm with you, but there's certain games that I want to play with my friends. And I'm just like, some people just send you spam, and I got rid of them. They're not my friend anymore. There's certain things. We do entertainment and sports. We often start with some entertainment at the beginning. I don't know. It's Super Bowl week, so we might talk Super Bowl at the same time. Uh, we'll do, we'll do like mainstream sports. And no disrespect to like mixed martial arts. I, mean, what, I don't know how. To, I don't know how to. I never know how to describe it when I'm going through the three. We do entertainment. We do like football, baseball, basketball, and then we also have a segment for mixed martial arts. It's entertainment and sports, and then we segment out mixed martial arts. Which is definitely better than most of the mainstream sports out there. It is, and especially when, and I'm not. It's never going to be better for me than NFL. For me, but I tell you what, when you have Flategate or or Balgazi taking over, when you just see that entertainment permeates completely through the sport first, or every little detail. It's just big. exploited, and it's just become yeah. oversaturated, uh, a media hype thing. Um, I love the true form and sense of the, the game of football. I love it, but it's um, it's getting nauseating with all the coverage of uh, the Spygate and stuff, and get to that. And and mixed martial arts, UFC, like the Anderson, the, the Spider, Anderson, spider. yeah, Anderson Silva, the Spider, uh, taking on Nate Diaz this week. And that is a fight that you know what. Silva's comeback, you know, his road to comeback. Yeah, I mean, his his ever since his his leg got broken in half, and that's the that is the fight where I was in Pittsburgh and I invited grandmother that was over eighty years old, aunts and uncles that were all over their forties and their fifties and their sixties, whole family. I'm twenty some people. That was their first UFC fight. And they saw a man's leg snap in two and flip back and forth. So um, I think some of them are interested. And they thought Theismann was bad. Oh, I think some of them are very interested to see how 
he recovers uh, um, since that gruesome injury. Hmm. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that one was bad. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I mean, like, we like to start. It's freak, though. It's like same with. It's like our G3s, you know, same freak injury, you know, just... Oh, you're just leg whipping, though. You're yeah. just, you're leg whipping, and, I mean, I mean there's, so, yeah. there's so much force involved in what he was doing, and, I mean, just caught one wrong, and just at the wrong angle against the bone of another man, and that thing just... With the, with, with the force they, that they hit yeah, with... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, we need, our, we need our mixed martial arts experts, Rob and John... To discuss this further, they're probably cringing as they're Giving listening. Give us like PSI, like, come on, I hit with this. That's true. But give us a call. We're going to talk Super Bowl. We're going to talk SAG Awards. I don't even know if I'm going to talk. Did I even pull that up? SAG Awards? I know. Do we we'll talk some entertainment. We'll do it the best we can. We don't have any. So the entertainment gurus of the group are Rob and formerly of the group. Still in my all-time group. Yeah, to bring up the trivia, we didn't Ow. have like... Entertainment people for movie quotes. Oh yeah, Rob, if you're listening right now, you cost us dearly. We were in second place going into the latter rounds, and it was movie audio trivia tonight. Cost us. We are obsessed with trivia right now. We are so sorry for that. <laughs> we are so obsessed with it, and we're not even good at it. It's like perfect. Like I said, we're, perfect we're the mediocre team. We, Right down the middle. We are we're not even mediocre sometimes. I mean, we get a lot right. So I, I think a lot of the teams. I think the teams that are all above average, and we finish in the rankings with above average people. Yeah, that is honestly my take on it. For any listeners that give a shit on how <laughs> our acumen at trivia, but we're gonna do it. There's gonna be more trivia. I wanted Super Bowl trivia, and I think Rob was creating it tonight. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl trivia would have been good. It would have been good. There wasn't one Super Bowl trivia question or trivia night. Makes me mad. I know. Makes me mad. All right. I think I have SAG Awards stuff up. And the SAG Awards are a lot of times considered maybe a uh, maybe a like foreshadowing of what's going to happen. And, and they're also kind of like, hey, we know this might happen, so we're going to do this. Yeah, you know, a little bit of foreshadowing though. They're going to give the ones that really deserve it. Now, I'm, I'm trying know, to see if I you know what movie that, that was deserving that they gave it to. Did they? Did they? I, don't, I haven't seen that movie yet, so I don't know. I, mean, I want to see that. Have you seen that one yet? What are you talking about? You know, the Birdman. So Birdman takes the whatever it is, the best, yeah. the best. Cast award. Um, Birdman seemed to be getting a lot of love. Boyhood, um, Patricia Arquette, in an emotional speech. I was watching some of it. Um, seems to be a boyhood kind of year. Yeah, it, it might. So I think they're going to give that movie the props for its effort, though. I think that's why it will. But that's cool. Like Mark Ruffalo won. I mean, it just. Yeah. I mean, no, it, no, it, it just puts it out there. I mean, the Oscar Oscar award season is going to be coming up, and it's like, you know, you go and you go through. You're like, you want to go see all the movies that you can, like the Oscar nominated yeah. movies. Have you seen any? Have you seen any of the like? Have you seen Boyhood? Um, no, I haven't seen Boyhood. Let's go through these Oscar nominated. Yeah, I mean. 
Boy, Boyhood to me was, and that's directed by Richard Linkletter and um, Patricia Arquette. We'll pull up the the red, <laughs> the red Ethan Hawke. Ethan I mean, Hawk. so here's yeah. what it was for me. It was it was pretty much one of the best illustrations of a kid growing up that you'll ever see, and you have to give it. it, it it's not even the it's not the the story in itself. If the story was just put put together and it wasn't filmed over twelve years, it's not going to uh, stand apart. No. But the fact that they filmed it, you know, a few weeks out of the year for twelve straight years, and you're watching a kid just grow up from, I think he's six years old till eighteen years old. I mean, it is it it's just so dynamic. Richard Linkletter also, I don't care, I mean, dates confused. I mean, I mean there's just... Yeah, you know, he's so like, versed. But, oh man. I mean, so the games you look... I mean, so the movies that you're looking at um, are the imitation game, the theory of everything, and uh, Birdman, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Whiplash, American Sniper... Uh, the theory of everything that 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 is the one about um um oh we just <laughs> we just watched see that's Lou Gehrig's disease yeah the, what uh yeah no how did we miss that back to trivia I know we always go back to trivia Mitch uh, it's Stephen Hawking Stephen right Hawkins, yes. Yeah, so Theory of Everything is Stephen Hawking. So, like, when you look at these movies, there isn't one that was really a blockbuster, except for American Sniper. So, American Sniper, uh, talked about it last week. Saw, um, I saw that movie. It is just a... It's just a... The cinematography, it's just a... Uh, it's a well-done movie. Why I'm, like, huffing and, like, kind of re- reserved a little bit is... There was a overhypeness to it because it did so well at the box office, and it is a fantastic movie, but not the best movie I've ever seen. Like I'm not going to put it in that category. Yeah. It's a movie I'm, I'll watch again. I think it's a, one of the a, a great movie, the greatest of all time, something like that. Um, the the political stuff around, surrounding it it just annoyed me. It just in, in general because the other side they got upset at that doesn't realize yeah. it's just from a perspective of someone that's in the battlefield. So whether or not you're calling the other side a degrading names, I think you need to let off a little bit because this is supposed this is on a, a true story of what they actually called the people. So yeah. so when there's when, so when there's a negativity surrounding it with you know with with Michael Moore and so forth, um, and I don't opinions or whatever. I just I hate that that surrounded that movie to that extent because the movie was just well done. Just talking about. Uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. It just seemed like it to me. It got in his head. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. The movie was just so well done in that respect of giving you the perspective of what Chris Kyle was going through that I don't think you needed to make a political statement because it's one of the first blockbusters that talk about we the war had in the Middle East. issues with with some things, but you know. But like, so, so this, I mean, this this makes me like ponder the question of when is too soon? When can you start making movies about you know wars that that, that have gone on? Because so the because so for yeah, instance, you compare Vietnam, this to like Unbreakable. 
Well, or compared to, to compared to any Vietnam movie. Yeah. You know, that all started became, be, being popular in the uh, mid-80s to 90s. So, he, so you're thinking about, yeah, so, so the, you know, the Vietnam conflict or war, whenever it ended, it was in the mid-70s, so it was about 10 years. So, I mean, that's what's happening in this is that this instance, this is yeah. just the first, one of the first ones that really confronts it um, from an angle where it's still so controversial because it's not completely over. No, it isn't. And when it's too soon to start making these movies and not get flack at all. But that, I mean, that kind of annoyed me. The, the movie's good. I think Bradley Cooper wins or is definitely in major contention for the Best Actor Award. His portrayal of Chris Kyle was was spot on and was was phenomenal. Um, For somebody that's been in the genre he's been in, you know. Yeah. The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know anything about this movie, but Mm -hmm. I want to see it. I want to see it for some reason. It's almost like I don't even want to. I know he's so electrifying and he's. Someone like it's you know Star Trek you know and he's yeah just, he's just a con he's amazing actor and if everyone is screaming Oscar 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 for this movie and for him then I want to see this movie but that's also up for there Birdman the true or the unexpected virtue of ignorance that movie to me. So good. It, it, it has the it has the greatest feel of it. In our trivia show, Rob did a whole category to Michael Keaton, and that was much respected by the Rogers household. But we had a Rogers contestant that did not answer a Michael Keaton movie question correctly, and uh, she'll go down in the uh, she'll go down in the uh, wall of shame for. Michael Keaton, who is from Pittsburgh, and my parents are Pittsburgh people, and uh, you should know he started in Gung Ho, Lisa. You should know he started in Gung Ho. Really rooting for Michael Keaton to pull off everything here in Birdman to win everything, and that is just because of selfish views for my love for Michael Keaton. And uh, just leave it at that. Selma, also nominated for the Best Picture. That's a that's a movie I know my wife and I are, are about to go see or going to see maybe this weekend. And can't wait to see that, um, especially in lieu of uh, coming out right by uh, Martin Luther King holiday. Yeah. Want to see that movie and controversy surrounding the snubs of everything else with Best Director and uh, no actor or actor nominee, actress nominees nominated, uh, but does get a Best Picture nomination. The theory of everything we just talked about should be a should. fantastic movie. And I think it's getting... Uh, and I just want to seek kind of his story, too. Like, what how what he was before. we What we know him as now, you know. Yeah, it was, and in our trivia night, it was uh, brought up tonight. What disease he actually had, and was Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig, interesting on another trivia note. That's who Cal Ripken wrote the record for. for yep. <laughs> oh my god, it's such yeah, terrible. That's terrible. Merch. Rob, that could be the theme of it. We just do like, tri- we just throw in trivia anecdotes that offend people. <laughs> I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. Three four seven eight three eight eight seven six four. We're talking Oscars, SAG Awards, 
Um, I want to talk about some Netflix I just or just some series that are coming up. Yeah. One thing when my wife pregnant is I am watching plenty of TV and movies. And um, what's the thing, Mitch? You'll get the Super Bowl is done. What? It's like you. I mean, you still. What do you have, mean? No, what, you what? still have hockey and basketball, but I have. Like, what are you, are you glossing show, over like, basketball? You're glossing over my WVU Mountaineers. But that show, play the meanest defense in the world. But like the winter se- show season is gonna start like, starting. Oh, I know. I mean, I mean, talking about Walking Dead. Yeah, everything February, man. All right, all right, all right. Screw the Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel and Whiplash, yeah. which might do great things in this Oscar nominations. But that's it. That's all I can talk about Oscars. We are now. Rob Reagan or former entertainment expert TM Pal. We're trying our best. We're doing as good as we can on this entertainment segment. But for the first time, I can say I've watched some stuff. So, Walking Dead comes back. Yeah. Super Bowl? Right after Super Bowl? It's that like what the you said? weekend. The weekend it's like you got Super Bowl weekend and then next weekend is Walking Dead. It's like the 8th, that's Sunday, yeah. When does Game of Thrones come back? I mean, that's, is that April? Someone look that up. Someone look that up and give us a call. 347-838-764. Just random. Just a call. Game of Thrones. Take a chug of this beer. Because I know for House of Cards and for anybody that watches any of these Netflix dramas like Orange is the New Black or House of Cards, um, they are genuinely great shows, and I, you have to credit HBO and the cable networks for starting this drama hour-long series with unedited, just nudity, just real life. It's expected it's, to it's premiere in April. Game of Thrones. Expected in April, Game of Thrones. But I'm telling you what, Netflix does it right. So Orange Is the New Black, incredible. Please watch it. My wife is more into it than I am, but. I just got into House of Cards. Well, and we been, brings it in like we binged House of Cards. You have like your Netflix and your Amazon Prime. Like, well, yeah, they're getting in a big. Who is gonna be the main one? You know, or is there room for both? And are you gonna have some more of these third ones like your Hulu's and stuff coming up and just you well, know, that the, are coming up with their own content now? Yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you. It's I agree like with you. And cable, like cable television, might be. Giving up a lot of its share of its. Well, it is. It is. Yeah. I, I think that the when competition comes around and you know people want to, and they're making shows that people actually really want to see. Well, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, but people want to go to the extremes when they talk about each thing. Like, oh, cable will be eradicated. The internet. No, it'll never be gone. Take but, away. But yeah, no, the cable things will come. Will be around. But everybody for probably, wins. In for probably true. Yeah. yeah, everyone wins because the other prices, their prices should go down. Yes. Uh, maybe the internet per subscribe um, subscribers go up, so we're you know Netflix isn't just seven ninety nine a month. They might bring it to ten if you're everybody streaming everything. But the cost is not going to. But they're eventually going to have cable either, companies have been re- raping people with for years. Either merge or you know become like one thing, which they almost are. You know, like cable companies usually get your cable and your internet, but nobody gets like. FiOS TV and Cox, internet, you know. Oh, I know, but it, yeah, but if everybody can find other outlets to do to yeah. do, oh yeah. So the, I mean, the internet providers, and that's another story. So I mean, everyone is talking about the internet taking over, but guess what? Comcast is giving you your internet. Yeah. Directv might be putting it. Yeah, they're all up, in or, you have, you know, whatever. You mean you're still get you these providers in cable and the fiber world are still giving you your internet. Yeah. They're still getting your money. Got a way to still make money off of you guys by 
if if everything switches over to the world of internet, they're the providers for that too. So they'll figure out a way to yeah. make make their chunk. Yeah, I mean those but companies it, aren't losing out, but it's like where you play it basically, you know. However, the, but the consumer wins. Yes, the consumer wins because it's going to be cheaper. But it's hard. Like right now, like if you really try to go, if you really try to just, I'm shutting off the man. I'm shutting off the internet. I mean, I'm shutting off cable TV and TV in yeah. itself, or just cable TV. So you can get the bunny ears like you guys have, yeah. where you get the high def channels and you get the local channels. You can get everything else. You can get ESPN. You can get all these things, other streaming things. But if you are a fan of your local te- local uh, teams, you're screwed. Yeah, you can. Because you have like you can't get Madison, Madison East, Madison West, whatever the hell it is, Comcast. They don't have apps that are running free streaming video. No. So you lose the ability and blackout rules from franchises and monopolies and all that crap yeah. from Congress. Which is still, yeah, cable. You can't watch on. your local team. Like, all that's cable. That is where they have everyone by the balls. That is why those contracts are so much money. But imagine if you paid the, say we're watching the Caps game or Penguins right now, and you paid your team 10 bucks. A month or you know whatever to watch their oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, they need to watch to, their game. They streaming. need to figure out a way to do it, but they can't. Yeah, they can't because they're right. The they sell the rights to cable. Well, the right government. Th- 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 there's antitrust laws and antitrust stuff where they don't like the the monopoly thing. Yeah, where they have the broadcast well, rights are owned by. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm just speculating. But yeah, it's, I'm no expert it's, in the field. It's coming. It's got to be. But tell like you that. what, salesperson, I guess I am in the other world. If I am sitting there and talking to the cable provider, and I am the the representative of the Redskins, or and and more so the Capitals and the Wizards. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there. I'm Ted Leonsis, and I'm saying, "Well, we're the only reason people still keep cable. Yeah. So you better fatten up this deal." Exactly. And it happens. Because we I'm could take this what, out on happened. our own and market it, and and probably get there. Yeah, these little cut. franchises with these like you know because that's a big deal. Guys like me, that's the only thing I can see. Yeah. I can get everything else I want. I literally can. I, I'm, I'm simple. If I can get the local channels, I can get some Comedy Central, and I can get my HBO. I mean, it's, damn, Netflix yeah. gets me there, but I can't watch anything local. No, I like my Wizards. Yeah, and I like watching local sports, even though I'm not even a fan of them. I, I mean, I watch them. I need Doug Kamer or Weather, you know. Need... Well, you have that. I do. Well, you have that. You have that on your local. You have local rabbit ears. Yeah. But it's the sports. It's the sports. It's going to drive it up. Yep. Drive it up. Watch the show. All right, so I just got in. I've, I've binge watch House of Cards. And everybody, you got to watch this thing. And like, I mean, and I don't do spoilers. I'm not Robin TM. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil this thing for you, but... uh Got to get into this. Frank Underwood starts off as a whip, whipping up votes corruptly in Congress. If you're into any kind of drama, apparently, I don't even know what the show's called. There's a thing on History Channel. Like, the Sons of Liberty is what it's called. The dramatization of, like, George Washington goes to the history of the Revolutionary War. It's on history. Yeah, yeah. Sons of Liberty. I started recording it last night. I think everyone needs to get into this. It's too much. If The Walking Dead returns right after the Super Bowl, 
Yeah, I think I'm back. I think I'm complete. That's your Sunday evening. Yeah. At your places that football yeah. fix. Got my Gotham night. on Monday. Yeah. Fair I like Gotham through. too. I've been following that. Tuesday night's my Big 12 WVU basketball, and then Saturday. Wait, wait, wait. Again. You don't watch The Bachelor on Monday night? No, Kim watches it. Yeah, yeah. it's always on TV. The Bachelor, the Bachelor show actually it repulses me in every a lot of ways. Yeah, anything that can happen. I just I can't understand the premise of any. I can't understand the premise of a show that's just girls are roller coasters enough of emotions no, like without going twenty people yeah. that want to fall in love with one guy, and it's actually when the ending comes, people actually think they should really be in love. I. Let me rephrase what I'm saying. I understand the premise and why it works because we suck as audiences of TV. Americans, Europeans, doesn't matter. Everybody watches complete shit on TV. But what I hate about it is people are so emotionally invested at the end that they just don't – they don't see the other bullshit in it. They need to understand that it is straight entertainment for all these weeks and the three-hour episodes because that's what it is. If Kim puts this on at 8 o'clock, it's still on Ten. when the nightly news comes on. Yeah. Like, what, what, what? Two hours every... So, and everybody eats it up and they love it, and that's fine. But they got to accept it for what it is. It's just a sham, a shamakery. It's, They're trying to get it's not real, there's no love. the girls off the sides to I hate people it. entertained. Yeah. Well, I mean, I absolutely hate it, despise it. Just, oh, yeah. And it's always, it's always, it's on, though. It is. People love it. Oh, it's like yeah. for years and I always have to turn it off and she lets me turn it off she, it's like her guilty pleasure it is. but she wants me to turn it off when when she, I'm, I'm telling you she begs me to turn it off she'll have it on and she needs me to turn it off she knows how bad it is <laughs> she knows it's pure evil there's a lot of people that do not know that there aren't a lot of people that know that I don't know a lot of people that know that Crazy. my life wow she loves it loves what the bachelor Oh, it's like one of her faves, you know. Hope you're going down. That's one of everyone's faves. Well, they love like hating the girls. Like, oh, I hate that girl. It's like that, oh, that one. Does it? Sw- but it doesn't switch. Here's your theory is so debunked, and I'm telling you this because my wife watches it too. Yeah, who stated this? But when it switches and it's the Bachelorette, they still watch that crap too. Yup. I don't get it. <laughs> I truly don't get it. Yeah. I don't watch it. I love watching, and when I'm talking about these Netflix series, I'm a sucker. Either I'm a sucker or they're all just the most well-done pieces of cinematography in existence because every hour-long drama that I watch, I don't care what it is. Any hour-long drama that I watch, it Mm. seems like it's incredible. Everybody is so good at this now. Everybody is. Have you watched Empire yet? No, is that good? That looks terrible. Am it's, I am I being racist not, because it, that? I'm, it looks like it's Puff Daddy. It's a little bit that that thug like you know like that. Have but you it, been what? How many episodes? No, are I've just you seen in? the one. I've just seen one, like the first one. But it's like it's not I, bad. Like the so actors are so the acting is good in it. You know, the acting is. Hold on. No, I want you to continue with this, but I want to give yeah. the listeners a background. Again, they have the rabbit bunny ears, so they have high def local channels. channels. So he only watches lo- local. Like so you, are, he doesn't yeah. get any of these things that we're talking I don't about. Get House of Cards. No, he only gets dramas on network TV. Sure. So I know which ones. Like you know, like I watch Gotham. That's 
That's a good show. It is a really good show. You know, but comparatively to shows that are on HBO and Showtime and yeah, Netflix, it's not. not. It doesn't compare. No, no. It really doesn't. I think it would be better on those shows. I think I would love to see those things. So you, all right, wait, go back to Empire. I mean, is it worthy? Is it going? Are you going to watch it? I'll go back and watch another episode. Yeah, after you know, getting the intro and you know, feeling it out. I, I, I think it could be really good. Yeah. What was a? I heard somebody, or I was watching Fallon, and he had a, what's her, the girl's name TRP or something. But he was saying it's the first show in history to actually each show go up in viewership like first three shows it was like okay it can't be correct no no it was like it check was, his statistics check the oh by the way it noodle. started out like big and nope. just has gotten bigger each week by the way it's got the noodle with a we've had some like you know alright so when we're, so we have we have a low budget show yeah. and when uh, like I only have one we only have like two mic stands so like when Noodle is normally why. here Noodle has to hold the mic in his hand and I get lazy you can't ever hear him and he gets lazy no I I swear to god I don't even hold it this close to my mouth before yes you do but mad props dude yeah, I don't know mad props mad props so Noodle Noodle stepped here. up like <laughs> Rob, damn you! And I hope Rob feels better because I know back pain. The back pain is the worst. Is the absolute worst. Um, noodle, but with all of you stepping up the last two weeks, which we do appreciate, you're not going to slip on this news thing. And the news segment, Noodles News and Report, will start happening next week. I'm putting my foot down. I'll get okay. you. I'm buying. All right. If I buy you a damn mic stand, I'm going to buy it. It's going to cost $7. I'm going to buy that fucking mic stand, and I'm going to put it in your mouth, and you're going to do news. And I mean every segment. One news. Now, here's how it's going to work. I figured it out. New entertainment news. Just like a minute. Sports news. And then mixed martial arts news. Like, like that was my sounder for it. If you don't know what we're talking about, Give our million other podcasts a listen. So Noodles News and Report were supposed to start like four weeks or five weeks ago. And we've had like weird stories, but nothing that's worked out very well. That's all I'm saying. But it's plural now. You have to be like News and Reports. What do you mean? I have, what do you mean I have to do? Because I'm going to be doing like three. Four is like... I don't know. Yeah. Somehow, Somehow we took this thing. thing like 35 minutes. That's what we're supposed to do. They're 40, 40s, and 40s. So guess what? We're going to take like a three-minute break. Hope you like Wu-Tang Clan. If not, it'll be pretty quick. If you're listening on the replay, it'll be really quick as I edit this crap. will be back in like five seconds for you guys. A couple minutes for the live lesson. Sports coming up after this Super Bowl talk. Wait, wait. I hope you appreciate the fact that we have not talked about Ball Gazi or Ball Flate at all. That so is far. probably the the, podca- first. the first podcast this week that has not said balls more than four the times. The first sports-centric ball podcast to not talk about balls. Balls. You know that's your dog's nickname. It's awesome. Balls. We'll be back right after this. <laughs>
谢。This track, not if you're a mountaineer. We're going to be back with a little not necessarily sports in a second.
welcome back to our second segment of the session. We're here right here on Dog Talk Radio. Live if you're listening from 9 to 11 on Wednesday nights. Don't you even have like a reggae list? <laughs> Kills Do you like this? You're, you're, are you amazed at my reggae playlist? Yes, I am. Well, the reggae playlist is brought to you courtesy of Rob Reagan's playlist on Spotify, which I'm able to share because we're friends on there. We're friends on the show. He co-hosts pretty much every week, but he is down and out tonight. We hope he gets better soon. Like, pulled his back out. He is in extreme pain. He's just, I mean, it's one thing you can't physically come to the show, but if you can't call in, extreme pain. Uh, we hope him the quickest recovery. Uh, we need you back. Uh, we needed you back for the SAG Awards segment, Rob. Uh, we tried yeah. to do entertainment we, as best as we could for you guys that love the entertainment part at the beginning of the show. One thing I did have on my little... I tried to do like a checklist of things to talk about. I did want to talk about your upcoming party, oh, yeah. the fiesta that you guys always put on. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, coming up uh, two times a year now. Is it, it three. three? Three. It's always three. I thought you guys. Are this pretty. is the February. We do February, May, and October. So this one is Friday the thirteenth coming up. But it is one really, of two Fridays the thirteenth in a row. February and March. I do. February thirteenth. This is the party. Uh, these revolve around. You and your roommate Butch, two of the coolest people in the world, might I add. And it always revolves around, two of them revolve around your birthday. So your birthday's coming up yeah, right around there as well. That's going to be dynamic. Um, we have to start working on my wife, who probably never listens. And if she listens, I'll get in trouble. But she's pregnant. She's due April 27th. Your party's February 13th. I think, by all means, I should be able to come to this party. And she could come to it, but it is more of a, you know, liquor luge, people outside, drinking beers, having yeah. a crazy fun drinking time. And at her point in her pregnancy, she doesn't want to smell liquor yeah. or see people drinking and having a good time because she's not able to do any of those things. And, and I a lot understand of that it. My house, yeah. So we need to start working on her. You're girlfriend needs to start working on who is gonna yeah now like because i need to go to this thing yeah all right i'll put christy on it well you well what, what is so clear and so cool like at the beginning of this even at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> when i missed parties notoriously that's before like kim became entrenched and being now she's now we're all friends yeah kim's friends with you all as much as i'm friends with you all yeah like in, in, a, in a sense tr- truly so she she knows she can't like get out of it just from the things like I don't know them yeah. I know what goes on no she knows it's fun she's been there but she needs to let me go but you can play the you know I mean, of course there's there's no thing there's no such thing called the pregnancy card it's just pregnancy she's allowed to it's say it's she's allowed to say she's, she's, I know she's allowed it's to say card. I know I know I haven't brought it by her yet though so maybe this is all a moot point I can just go to the party she won't. Well, we're going to get butt. out our, our event soon. Do you have any live bands scheduled yeah, yet? Yeah, we'll have Machete will be the band this time, and uh, oh, yeah. we're trying to get another one. I think Chanty oh. Town. I like it. So, always the best part. Always, yeah, Machete can play forever. We'll, we'll get this going. And, and you know, it, my vow to our listeners and everybody is we'll actually put some context 
some content to the bands we talk about. So we'll play some stuff. We'll uh, we'll give you some links to how you can get some yeah yeah albums from Machete. They're on SoundCloud. They're all over. SoundCloud is great. They are great. They're, well, that's what they did. They um actually on our they put out a Facebook post the other day and uh, he linked. Uh, they did a cooperation with this other band, Future, two of the singers from that. But the only recording they had of it was from our party, so they put a video from our party on the Facebook. Just as kind of like a teaser to like, hey, we're getting ready to record this. I love it. Yeah. Love it. I had it circled to do an entertainment. Talk about the upcoming party, the upcoming birthday. The one and only, the producer. Moving up to the newsman. Filling in for the last two weeks as the co-host. So you got to get new sounds. I want new sounds, Mitch. What do you want? What, what, we what, need what, the sound. What? You got gotta get a look at a little typewriter sound. I know I'm not. A, I know. Typist. Well, you know what? I, we've given you the credential producer before, and you never really did any producing. So you make your own typewriter sound. Fine. I think that you should make up for the time of the credits you got before. Okay. No, like no, like find it. So easy to find. No, I can make it. You said make it. I did say make it. And when's why you turn off the lights? I. You went for mood. I don't know. I think the light bulb burned out. I don't remember hitting a light switch. Did the lights go out? It is dark. It's alright. It's the session. It's not necessarily sports. Which means we just did the not necessarily part. We're going to talk a little sports now. And the Super Bowl is coming up this week. Uh, Big time sports fans, of course. Main top main focus of the show for many years is the sports aspect of this thing. But sports has been drowning us out with controversy after controversy, and it's really getting old to me, and it sucks, but I have to do it too. So, Balgazi, yeah, the flake gate, whatever you want to call it, has been dominating the news waves in a way that's in a way that just, just kind of like, crush the spirit of what the Super Bowl is, you know this mad propaganda, propaganda theories, you know everything, uh, marketing. Everybody that has an opinion has something. Yeah, so everyone knows the story. Well, well, kind of like we were talking about earlier. Like I said, the the Raven uh, Chris Ganty said, kind of said it best. He's like, they're just habitual line steppers. There's going to be some kind of line, and they're going to step over and be like, "Oh, sorry," and like you know. Yeah, and I think that's what's I think that's what's happening here. So yeah. with, uh, the New England Patriots—they're not really going to get anything for it, but people will be like, "Oh, shady," but all right, they you know they're they're yeah. the New England Patriots. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for those in the dark, the New England Patriots have been accused of deflating the balls by a couple psis. To be able to adapt to the cold temperatures, yeah, cold <laughs> rainy, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. You know. slippery, slippery, slippy. My new word, conditions against the uh, Indianapolis Colts in a game of in inches. A, in a game that got where they blew in a them game out of inches, they, yeah, they, yeah, right. they had an invention. Right, right. I believe if it's any other, any of the other three teams playing that weekend the story doesn't even break and make the surface yeah. but the fact that you're talking about them being historical or habitual line steppers is yeah. the reason why that New England is put under the microscope for this offense which 
mean, if it's true and there's a cover-up, because there's going to be a cover-up at this point because both Bill Belichick, who has been in two press conferences, one where he was acting like a scientist, and Tom Brady had the worst press conference ever. But they denied it. So if there, if it does become true, it's a cover-up. Yeah. It doesn't get resolved until after the Super Bowl. Nor do I think it's an offense that if... It shouldn't affect this Super Bowl. I really don't think it should. I, I mean, I don't know how we, you, you can't suspend like Tom Brady. Other than it just speak. it's mentally a problem for them. Other than that, it's not going to. No, I mean, them. the it's fact that the timeline act. is going to be beyond the Super Bowl where they could figure out who deflated the balls because there isn't precedence for this in the public eye. Now, internally, there might be a precedent oh. where they've deflated balls for oh, don't years. don't believe the Seahawks aren't going to use it as smack talk, too, you know, like during the game. and well, Of course. You know, are. like it's going to be, they're going to use it to be in their head, too. It's, so it is a factor, whatever you, way you want to say it. I mean, it's, where it's a factor, and what, and what I'm glad about is... It's not a factor punishment-wise, NFL. So there's so there's the dump-off week. After the Super Bowl, after the championship games, there's the dump-off week. Where everyone just talks about whatever they can find. And Deflate Gate and Balgazi gave everybody a chance to talk about this just, I don't know, a, you know, this, you know what I mean? Like, on the thing, Black Sox scandal. Yeah. And just talk about it ad nauseum. Just keep it going for days and days, hours and hours. And that's fine. I'm giving everybody that. I'm giving all the people in the press, everybody that's on stations people actually listen to, not just podcasts or not our podcast. No one listens to. But what I'm saying is feel free. It's great. But, like, mm-hmm. football in its form, I know it's entertainment, but I just do like the fact that there's just the two best teams and their respective conferences are going head-to-head. And mm, I, just I, wanted to, I wanted it to, when this week came, them just to really talk about that more so than anything else. And in a little respect they have, but that's only because the resilience of... You know, Darth Vader himself, Belichick. I know. That can just deflect everything. And Brady just the same way. We're not being evil, but he can just, he's just, they have their, well, like they're in politics. They have their, they they, they have their, their whatever, their, whatever the, 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 the statements they're made yeah. to say. They're bullet points. And they're going to say them over they're and over They're going to say, yeah. It's, um, there's no denying that the Patriots are one of the best teams of you know, our generation kind of. But at the same time, don't say they're a classy team. They did it with the best style because they haven't. They've been, like I said, habitual line steppers the whole way. And there's always going to be that kind of like, like if they win it, everybody's like, oh, well, they're in the talks for the greatest coach and greatest quarterback of all time. But like, there's always going to be that taint taintedness to themselves like we said like oh, the, the I mean, Patriots you know like they I, are and I'll tell you this I'll tell you this right now the, that, that is always going to follow them now because it, they they it's the third time they've had some kind of shadow around I'll, you know their their ethics and that I mean, they portray that they you know they follow the rules but they're always looking for an edge shady they're yeah. always shady and, and, and always looking for an edge and that helps them out in every respect. I mean, every respect, but how much do they 
go over the lines and just like, oh, sorry, our bad, you know. I mean, yeah, one of my favorite, one of the favorite linebackers for the Steelers ever is Chad Johnson. Uh, Chad Johnson also played for the mm-hmm. Patriots, and he actually came out and said that Bill Belichick is the best coach he's ever yeah. been with ever. I mean, uh, I mean, Bill Cowher for the Steelers gave him his. Gave him his fame his and gave game, him every, yeah. everywhere he went off to free agency. And he said this, and he said, no respect, no disrespect to Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher was all about winning. Physical, no, just right. physical, being physical off the ball, physical, 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 can make up for even mental relapses. And he says, with Bill Belichick, it's different. He said he's the greatest coach of all time because he just wants you to be in the best situation you can be in at all times. Yeah. Smart. Once you to know where you need to be. Yeah. But doing everything at all costs and being cerebral has hurt him. I mean, the Spygate thing is a, a fact. I mean, the NFL front office and Roger Goodell lost the videotape for it, but they still, you yeah, know, it was still them. a severe fine. We would have, like, the draft pick and a million dollars. I mean, that's. A hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, it was. money is nothing to the those guys. Yeah, but the draft yeah, it was draft substantial at the time. At the same time, it's like everyone's kind of forgot about the it. The Redskins gave up way more draft picks for RG three and oh, no. are way more punished for oh, that. Yeah, we don't get on that. We don't want to get on that. If you want to like put apples to apples, we don't want to get on that. But they're just there's always going to be some kind of shadow around them, or you know, I just think they're like yeah, not. Very classy, San Diego. Yeah. The legacy of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady coming to play. That is what this stupid Balgazi story is represents really about. more is no matter Code what territory, happens, no Joe matter Montana, you know. Right, yeah, they, these, Oh no, no, they reach they reach incredible territory. Oh your teams like your teams, like they'll have that win and put you up with the Steelers. Yeah, no, there's no other quarterback that's had four the only one that's had he goes into four Super Bowl territory, that's with Terry Bradshaw and with Joe Montana. Belichick goes into territory with Chuck Knoll. Yeah. For the four. From all standpoints, I mean, every Steelers fan is rooting is a, a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh, no matter what anyone will tell you, every Steelers fan is absolutely that. Oh, well, a lot of people are. every Pittsburgher isn't because gambling is lovely up in those parts and in my world. So New England is a fancy bet right now because it's a pick em. I'm starting to see one point. I've seen it go either way on websites I've looked at. Um, but most parts, it's a pick em right now for San Francisco and New England Patriots. And when you look at these teams on the field and without any controversies, you are looking at probably the two best teams in football yeah. all season long no, over the course ending. of this season. It is. And they may have had rough starts in the first five games, but since week five or week six, they've been the best teams in football. I mean, Patriots barely beat Oakland 16-9. What does that mean? What does that even mean? I mean, Oakland's got... But what does that mean? That means how good Oakland was. No, no, it doesn't mean anything (laughs) like that. No, but... No, they were struggling. Their their offensive line was a wreck in the beginning of the year. You know, they lost to Miami. They... I knew you'd bring up Oakland somehow. How did you bring up Oakland? Always. We're talking about the two best teams in football. (laughs) Not one of the the bottom three. Yes. Yeah, bottom three. Right? Mm. Yep. No, we have the 
fourth. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks getting it together with defense and a staunch running game. A quarterback that can drive defenses fit. Can also yeah, throw four, four interceptions and win a ball game. He plays well enough to win. First in one game. He plays well enough to win. Yeah. He is, and He's I don't care what people say. He is. He's just a competitor. That's all a, he is. But isn't he just? What's the term when you just? He just. He just. It. No. 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 Doesn't he just? Isn't he? Just, isn't he just the? The guy that just sits back. Isn't he just the guy that just... He's the game manager. Does just enough. Isn't he that ill-fated term that you just said, a game manager? Yes. Russell Wilson is a game manager. You know, he when he tries to force it, he got sloppy and he kind of just sat back and he got lucky. He gets lucky. But guess what? Guess what? This team makes him look good. And Rob will get mad. He's a Virginia kid. And Rob, I'm giving you the credit. This kid, Russell Wilson, could actually put up great numbers yes. in the passing game if he was wide open, five wide. But. So he has, he can do that. But right now, presently, current day, time, he is best served at being a game manager, and he is the best game manager maybe in the history of football. But he is a game manager right now the best, because uh, he has a Marshawn Lynch and he has the, gr- the greatest defense that, since the Ravens. When he has to extend plays, Mitch, he, I don't think there's anybody better than him right now at extending a play or just getting 10, 15 yards off a run. Like, RG3 did it, but he was getting murdered at the end of that. Or Russell Wilson never gets hit on those. Oh, I'm with you. I, I mean, I'm, no, I mean, extending the play, different story. The Romo Roethlisberger effect yeah. when they can kind of like extend the Shrug pocket off something, and but that's where I think that's where I think this is that's where, where I, this is where I think the mobile quarterbacks can evolve and be truly effective. Yeah, and by no means am I a GM and or anybody. Aaron, a you got to put Aaron Rodgers in with that because well, no, but before his calf injury, Aaron Rodgers is, is the best. He's, yeah, he's Aaron so Rodgers is the best. But what I'm saying is. Not to describe this in any racial format. The people I'm describing here are white dudes. We haven't. That wasn't Russell Wilson in this conversation. We the, the best people at evading the pocket have been these like white guys that have moderate to above average speed, and they're great at what they do. What's getting left out are the fat quarterbacks that definitely have great arms, but they rely on their speed too much. They could ultimately skirt out of the pocket way better than a Roethlisberger, way better than a Romo. They need to figure out a game where it's not run first, it's scoot out playground mentality first. Get some distance, but... And play that way. Pocket mentality for a second, make some disruption and move out. That's where... They could be like the Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. Romo, Roger, like those guys do it, and they. Just, but I think if you had a little more athleticism, it could be even better. It's all who can keep their eyes downfield. Not to try to get and, racial on everybody. And Russell Wilson does that so good. He just is always looking and just finds people. I think, That's what I think Brady's good at that too. Brady, but he doesn't. He's not the mobile guy. He finds no, no, people, but no, they don't have the same. There's not the same. But at finding somebody, there's he, no comparison. Brady sees the whole field. 
Like he's that good, you know. Like you see, you talk about like quarterbacks that can only see half the field. Brady sees the whole field. Yeah. Like you know, when I, so when I anal- when I analyze this game, you know, we're not gonna have another show until then, unless I do a surprise Super Bowl show, which I'm thinking about doing. Thinking about. I'm thinking about doing a Super Bowl show. Everyone can just call in. I know we got girlfriends, pregnant wives, back pain. Just wait for the kids to be together. Come on. We can do whatever we can do. But the Super Bowl matchup, intriguing when you just cut through all the layers. And when you look at the quarterbacks in a quarterback league, it's no comparison for me. I mean, Tom Brady is just heads and heels above what Russell Wilson is right now. But they're both Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. They know how to get the job done with the teams they have in front of them. And the benefit of Russell Wilson is he's got the team in front of him that he won the Super Bowl with. Tom Brady doesn't. Tom has, Brady is trying to win a Super Bowl with he a has new the best team. Defense in the league. But Tom Brady doesn't have his team from 10 years ago when he got his last Super Bowl. Yeah, when he hit. I mean, Russell the, Wilson did The Patriots did still have a good defense. Of course. So, yeah, their defense is legit. You know, their cornerbacks are, you know, tops in the leagues. You know, that's what you need. You need rush the, rush the passer and... Good play from your corner, secondary. I just get perplexed the entire time. I, the, I just, the hyping up of the me versus the world mentality is the That's, cliche. All do in the locker room. There's no question. Yeah. That's I like, think Bill Belichick just does it better than Pete Carroll, but not by much. Not by much. It just it gives me like almost like I want to give an edge to like New England, the New England Patriots. I'm not going to do it yet. No. Because we're not going to do that yet. I like this music because I want to no. talk about stupid Super Bowl media day. Just real quick before we give you our picks. Before we give our picks. One of the biggest controversies of the week also is Marshawn Lynch not talking oh, to the media. I love what this. What the F? I love it. So, Skittles. Just come had on. a big bag of Skittles and then... Come on, man. Just follow us along here. 347-838-8764. Get into the conversation. Super Bowl. But Marshawn Lynch. And this is what the story should be about. I'm sick of deflating balls. I'm sick of people cheating to get into games. Because here's here's the honest truth. People with this storyline are thinking that New England almost isn't deserving of being in this game. They won 34 to seven. The one that's not that's almost not deserving of being in this game 45. are the Seattle Seahawks, whom the Green Bay Packers. They should have destroyed them. They should have been up thirty-four to nothing. Twenty-six. It, it, it's yeah. like it should have been a game that that Seattle didn't even have a chance to win. So that's where I think it's funny how Vegas well, I mean, reacts and yeah. people kind of react to these stories, these side stories. But I want to get to the Marshawn Lynch, and I'm getting to him because I want to talk about him being the. No, there's no X factor to him. I want to talk about his legacy, where he stands in the game. Is he the best? He's, I do yeah. want to say, before we get to that, hold mm-hmm, on. Before mm-hmm. we get to that, yeah, hold it back. Hold it back. Be- before we get to that, he doesn't like to talk to the media. That's well documented. Been fined over $300,000 for not talking to the media. 
at media day in the Super Bowl, you have to talk for like 40 plus minutes. And he sat there. Oh my God. Sorry. Thing which just went down. Whatever statement he just repeated over and over again. Who cares? I, I, I'm, I'm only doing, here so I won't get. I'm only penalized. here because the NFL made me. No, it's only. I'm only here so I won't get. A, I won't get penalized or something. Yeah, I'm only here so I don't. Yeah. Don't cost get, money, so what I, I don't get fined. Yeah. I'm only here. I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> and here's where we talk about the media parade last week and the NFL of course doesn't like to hear about teams that are cheating or, or, and so forth but it is front page news on the sports segments it's front page news on the regular news segments this thing is an entertainment game it is it's I like uh, the Sherman Brady smack talk that's starting up. I, I mean, like that. But I, but, 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 I, know, but getting, I mean, oh, well, with the Marshawn Lynch stuff. But I like it, yeah. I mean, but with the Marsh, but no, Marshawn Lynch doesn't talk. It, it, that's it, that's it, fine. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. So he gets, like, fine all the time. Like, and just, so people want to make You know what I would love, it. Mitch? Is for Marshawn Lynch to get a medical statement saying he has anxiety disorder and he is fu- he is going to sue the NFL for all the times they put him in. But what if but the, he doesn't? Put him for, but what if he doesn't have no, that disorder? But it, no, they said he does. He has like anxiety about right. public speaking. So what if they're forcing him to go in front? You know, like do something against him. Well, you, you know, he has a a disorder and they're forcing him to like go against his disorder. You know, what if? Well, that's he, all, could he sue the you know, Wouldn't that be crazy? Well, that's all sort of speculation. Yeah, no, I know, but but that's what I mean. Like that's how like sensitive the NFL is going to become. You know, like oh, he has a social disorder. We can't put him in front of the media. And so all these players are claiming they have social disorders just so they don't have to talk to the media. Well, that would be, you know, that would be their out. Be I think the, you're just, be, are you making you know, a new out? No, but that's it, it's going to come down to that eventually. You know, he's going to have to get a medical. You know, well, here's okay. my doctor's note saying I can't. Like, so the NFL is realizing basically realizing the PR thing that's going on. Yeah, it, it is. They kind of like, they're kind of like backing off of it a little bit. I have social then, anxiety disorder. I can't talk in but public. That's not what he's, he's not claiming that. You're, this is all specu- speculation zone. Yeah, by no, Noodle. He has that. He says it. I know he does. But like, is that what he has to do? Get a doctor's, doctor's note yeah. to say he can't. Well, how? I mean, how would that not work? I know, he's, a, it, he's in the union, should, yeah. for God's sake. That's what I mean, it's going to come down. He gives like a that. doctor's note. Does have to talk to the media? <laughs> what? Like, how? Dude, it'd be awesome. Dude, well, who's your representation? <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Give Mitch and Noodle a call. We'll represent you. We'll represent All you need you, is a we'll doctor's, give you that note. doctor's note, and you don't have to talk to you the media. You just need anymore. a doctor's note. You got a disorder. He's not in, even in trouble for this right now. He's in trouble right now. He wore a hat that had the Beast Mode logo. He's yeah. known as Beast Mode because he's a beast. But if you went to his website, I think it's like MarshawnLynch.com. Don't go there. I have no idea what that is. But <laughs> so he's selling these hats for $33 a pop. And apparently, I mean, you can only like market what the NFL is marketing at those times. So the NFL yeah. is looking at getting at him somehow. But, you know, and, and that's their game. I mean, all these, these players... I love you're trying to do that, but LeVar found that out. Like, you can't not sign with the, you know, the endorsement of the NFL and make money, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, Lavar tried to outsmart the world, and at the beginning, he didn't sell it, didn't didn't allow his name rights to go on to like jersey with the NFLPA, right? You couldn't play him in fantasy football because his name was oh, like, Madden. Yeah, anywhere, you know, yeah. together. No, like, in, but like in Matt in the Madden games, he wasn't in there, and you couldn't but, get his jerseys. He he had his jerseys at the rookie season. IDP leagues like. Uh, CBS Sportsline, you couldn't find him on there. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it was like he wasn't anywhere, you know, and he was like the best line, one of the best in the game, you know, at that point. Overrated. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, game. it was for one year. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, I mean, it is stuff like, so, I mean, but when you talk about Marshawn Lynch, I mean, you know, he's had a long career now. He's, he's yeah. almost 30 years old. He's 29 People this year. People are starting to say, like, he's almost. Yeah, we'll but on Hall of Fame ballots. Would he would if he gets a, if, he, it if he got a Super Bowl this year, would he retire? You think he would like give it in? I, don't, I think I, don't, I think I, it's, I think it's in the cards. I don't think he's done. I think I it's in the cards. He's yeah, sick of the, in the NFL. Cards. He's just sick of the NFL. He he's sick of this. He needs to talk to he's Ricky made Williams. Ton of money. Yeah, does he have enough saved? You know, like he seems like a good guy, but from what you hear, like outside, like he found a person's wallet and drove it right to their house. Oh, I think he's a good... You know, I think he's just... Yeah, he just... He, I think he's misinterpreted, but I think he's just like... doesn't care about the NFL. Yeah, like he's one of those guys. Right. Hey, when you talk about it, like... I think he cares it, about playing football. I think... I don't, well, I don't... I don't take those two things... You know, those are two separate things. You know, he doesn't... He doesn't like the man right now. I, here's what I he like. He likes playing the game. So I think he'd play. I'd love him to come to Oakland next year. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean... Because like, he's from the Bay Area. I might be. Like, what, what I love like, about... I think Seattle might be done with him. In for some and reason, how, and how could you be those rumors? How could you be? Yeah. What I love when you talk about Marshawn Lynch and the dynamic to him is almost a dynamic to the conversation when you look at it because there is one respect where if I'm putting together the format for the show, I could ask present company if he is the best running back in football, and there would be people that would say yes, he is. Yes. And I can also say, does he retire? After winning a Super Bowl, and a lot of people would say, yes, yeah. he does. Who retires at the top of their game? Like, um, But the running back position... Like, like Robert Smith, the Vikings, did. He, they were but he nodded and said, not... Win, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not in any way, shape, or form the way... But they were at the top. He was at the top of their game. I'm with you. I don't it. think Marshawn Lynch retires because... I don't. He, he's still... But he could. could, yeah. But he could just because he's just so eccentric. Yeah. Is it? Oh my God! It's harder. I apologize. Down, it's harder to turn down a few million. That dude's not eccentric. He just doesn't. He's just introverted. He doesn't want to talk to people. Yeah. That's not abnormal. Yeah, I'm acting like it's anxiety. abnormal. No, he might not. He's just normal. He doesn't want to. Talk, he doesn't want to. He wants to do the thing he loves. He doesn't want to have to talk to people every day. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with what with that. He but doesn't need it. Some people. The bottom it, line like, is, he might be the best running back in football, and he might be the biggest factor yeah. in this game that comes up on Sunday night. Yeah. If they win, he's probably the MVP. You know, unless Russell Wilson does something crazy, crazy. You know, but he's going to be the standard. I'm going to. He's going to get his. You know. I just want to see. How two great coaches scheme against each other yeah. um, when there are just different dynamics to the offenses, which they can do. Uh, there's a part of me that seems that they're going to try to give Russell Wilson some confidence early in the game. 
well, they're going to see some passing. They're just both even teams. They both have good offenses and good defenses. You know, they can both move the ball and stop you. I mean, you know? The best team to me... It's hard to Overall, say. seems... This is like one of New the England most even Super Bowls, I, you know? I, I just... It's a quarterback-driven league. I honestly think Russell Wilson is the reason, the biggest reason why they that they don't go back to back in yeah. New England. They'll, they will find his weakness if anybody can find his weakness, which a lot of people can't. You know, he, I mean, yeah, he throws interceptions, but he still wins games. Be- Belichick could find that weakness. There is. You know, I mean, he will. If anybody can find it, he's the guy, you know, to find Russell, how to contain him and how to frustrate him because he seems well, like he I mean, can't just, do that. And just, I mean, look, I mean, look, look what happens. I mean, look what happens. The consequences of this game. If if uh, Pete Carroll wins, gets two in a row, two Super Bowl championships in a row. I mean, you had a Belichick back in the day that got three out of four, three out of five, whatever yeah. it was. Hasn't won one since. Been to this is, his, this is his third since those three. If they lose another one, they have a losing record in championship. They're fifty-fifty. Oh yeah, now they're they're fifty-fifty right now. The legacy of these guys, and maybe the way we'll end the show. Maybe I think I think the way we'll end the show, like the legacies. We've talked about Seattle a little bit. Yeah. And Seattle's trying to build. But New England and Belichick and Tom Brady are what is left of the New England Patriots teams. The the three championships from the early 90s. There's no, I mean, the early 2000s. There's no one left in there. All this stuff with and bringing it back, and it is hard to ignore it. And I know it sucks, but this. The flight gate and, and all this stuff. Everything involved in this week is about legacies. And it is for them. It's if you look at it, week. yeah. If you look at it as New England's going to win this game, the legacies are just going to come into play the whole way through. And when you have Spygate, and when you have for what, their wins, yeah. When you have what's going one on of their, right now, one or two, yeah, two other wins have controversy. I mean, they all. I mean. You know, but I mean, they had good teams and all that. Like that's the thing is, they're so good they don't need to. No, they don't need to. And um, that's what, and that's what people are like. Why the legacies are going to be questioned? Yeah. And everyone on paper, of course. Oh wait, they won four. They've been to seven. That's amazing. Holy moly! You know, like, I mean, I hate it's New England. They've I been think, to six. Four yeah. out of six. I mean, I hate that team, but I I admit they're a good team. But it's like at the same time, I'm like, are they really that good, or are they just the best cheaters out there? You and know? I don't think it's fair. I think yeah, they're. I, I think they are. They are good. They two are, of the best that have yeah, ever the been there. They might be the two. They might. They might ultimately be, and they probably are. And they are. This is what. This is what is unbelievable about what has happened to their legacy just because of this. Yeah. There's the probable. No, and I'm glad. I just there is almost. It should be, almost be defiant that they are the best head coach, quarterback. quarterback tandem ever. And if you separated them individually, they're the best at each of their respective positions already. 
Correct. I would. You know, oh, I think I, so. I don't want to say it, but yeah. Like Joe Montana. Oh, I was four for four. Oh, whatever. I mean, he's been to six. You don't win them all. He's been to more than you yeah. went to. So there's a way you can argue that their legacy and the cheating part of it makes put them down at least a half a peg. You can't yeah. deny their greatness, but it's already put them down a peg. It's a slight peg. Yeah. It's you're not that same class. Is what, you know, I put it to you. You're just not classy enough to be in their class. So they should win. That's if they win, I mean, if they win, yeah, they're they're in the, the conversation, fine. But if they don't, yeah, they're that puts them down even that lower. I think, I think this game has way more stakes for New England than it does Seattle. Like as far as your legacy and pressure. Yeah, I think yeah. Seattle is like we're playing with house money. We're just going to go out and do our thing. And New England is like this is our. They got two people, you know, their coach and their quarterback, thinking this is our legacies here. You know, and like you I'm know, not, we've had a lot of controversy, negative towards us. You know, and I'm not disagreeing with yeah. you, but I don't think it's like I don't think it's full fledged either way. This is a weird game. Yeah. Where Seattle, or. It's not like you're playing for legacies or whatever. Yeah, I think, I think I mean, people Seattle have already had, like, they're like, you know, they're not a clean team either. You know, Pete Carroll left USC as dirty as you can. You know, I think they're both they've the always same been boat. involved with PEDs and you yeah, know, you know, like his players have always had problems. Wow, well, and yeah. Carroll, yeah, you know. Well, and and that ultimately might be where nobody cares at all yeah. at the end of this. Where they go, but New England deflated a ball and had some sketchy eight millimeter film of people doing ball snaps in a practice two days before a game. When you actually look and boil it down, the most egregious yeah. thing ever is this the crap that uh, New Orleans did. I mean, if you talk about cheating, like, oh yeah, well that's and that's probably happened everywhere. And this isn't even like First really all, all cheating. The, that's, that, that's just. They've all, That's this a is whole a, different realm. But this has all happened everywhere. Yeah. Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. Why does everyone put Gate at the end? I understand the water. Yeah, I understand the water gate. From a hotel, it. yeah. It's a gate to. I understand it. I understand. That's it. why I like Balgazi. All right. And I'm going to. Sorry to the listeners that didn't want to hear Noodle say balls or Gazis. I'm not going to do. I, I, I can't do total beatdown. I no. guess can't go solo on it. No, they don't. We need our experts. So we're going to forfeit it this week. I mean, there's a big fight coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Silva Diaz. Well, all right, all right, all right. So, for Anderson big. Silva. And first of all, fighting Nate Diaz. And I talked about it. My family's watching it. Now I'm watching it. Yeah. We're going to, we're, let's preview it. We'll do it. But I can't do it tonight. We're not going to do it. It's the Super Bowl. We're gonna give it. We're gonna give the last like five minutes of the show. Oh, yeah. I know we normally yeah. go two minutes. I know we, no, we normally go like two hours. We're not doing it tonight. We're just going another few more minutes. We're gonna give, we're gonna give this. Pick. We're gonna this game. We're gonna do some picks. Yeah. Well, how can we not? I mean, it's me and you. Me and Noodle. Pull up some uh, betting lines. We'll like. I'm not pulling up anything. Come on. I'm not pulling up anything. I started at trivia tonight. Is. Old Busthead Brewery. We started at 6 o'clock tonight. We started with the Graffiti House West Coast Style IPAs. Yes. And, I, yeah, give mad props out to that. Before we give our picks. Before we give our picks. To the Old Busthead Brewery. That's our newest. At Old Vin Hill Farms. Covered Hops. 
I think it could be your signature beer. We're just putting it out there yeah, for the you. Yeah, the covered hops is good. I like the West Coast. Even the West Coast IPA. We're loving it. Mm-hmm. We're loving it. Give Everything us a, give the, us a follow on the Twitter. Chucker, the the Busthead. The original. The, the Busthead. Yeah, the Busthead. It's so good. Busthead English Pale Ale. English Pale Ale. <laughs> All right. Go to, to, go to com. I'll update it some point but it's going to send you a link to blog talk radio and you can find all of our episodes we thank you all for giving us a listen super bowl preview show might come this weekend i'm not sure yet i think i think it's going to happen though 100 percent. but if it doesn't i won't waver for my predictions my predictions come in true this game is a pick em game i'm a degenerate gambler and i love it all I'm going to give you tonight is my instincts tonight, and I'm going to give you the true pick Sunday at about 11 a.m. I'm feeling it. It is the New England Patriots versus the Seattle Seahawks in a pick em game. What say you, Noodle? Give us all you got. It is a, it is a pick em. I I'm leaning Seattle and I want to go like 23-17 like it's going to be they're going to be down and then they'll get the elite touchdown and just boom put them up like enough where New England needs a touchdown they won't be able to do it. I'm with you. I'm with like you. 23-17 Seattle. Here's what's here I think if Seattle gets any good quarterback play, above average quarterback play, they put themselves in a position to win the game with a great defense. Yeah. I know New England is going to have exceptional quarterback play. I know they're going to have a running game that they can believe in with LeGarrette Blunt, who's broken records in the playoffs. <laughs> and don't get me started on that cheating scandal that yeah. I want to talk about where he just maybe left my Steelers to become a Patriot. Um, but, however, they got one of the best playoff running backs in history. Makes me give, like, the total edge to New England. I'm going to give my final pick at 11 a.m. on Sunday before the Super Bowl. Oh. But it, no, I'm going to give it now. I'm going to give it now. No, it's New England. It's going to be New England. All right, so we're opposite. All right, we'll put a... You want to go a lunch bet on it? Lunch bet. Straight New up. England, they score more than you think. 30 to 20. Oh. All right. A 50 lunch, bet. lunch bet. New England, Noodle takes Seattle. The rest of you take the exit out of the door of my basement. We love that you listen to us. We're here on Blog Talk Radio this session. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. For the love of God. Penguins are getting murdered. Ah, the penguins are getting murdered by the Capitals. I'll never mention it again. Never mention it again. Thank you, listening. The session coming back to you live next week, Wednesday night, 9 to 11. Blog Talk Radio. Peace.